What up, everybody out there in podcast land? Thank you for tuning in yet again to another episode of Kane and Ross present the Yeah, I Said a Podcast. We're expressing what our full capabilities until they might want us in correctional facilities. Brainchild of my child, I'm the dad half of this operation, Ross Cooper. As always, I am rocking with the best. My co-host, introduce yourself to the folk. If God put my sins aside, I swear I start genocide. Um, yeah. Uh, hello, everybody. Hope everybody's doing good. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you know what to do. Subscribe, subscribe, and subscribe. Share, put that uh, notification bell and all that good stuff. And if you're OG listening on the other platforms, thank you for listening and share that too. And um, yeah, let's get it. All yeah. right. So first and foremost, I do want to explain. Um, I'm sitting here in a tank top, not because I'm on some show-off tip. I am in Texas, and as you know, if you are in Texas, in the U.S. or what have you, Texas is going through a nasty freeze. And I literally just got water back less than 48 hours ago. So everything is in the laundry. This is what's clean, so this is what we're going to rock with. I'm a little rough around the edges right now. Just happy to have electricity and water back. So there's that. Um, I will start today off with a warning. The warning is as follows. If you are law enforcement, if you are a law enforcement sympathizer, I suggest you stop watching and stop listening now because we're going to go in on you law enforcement type pigs. Few things have happened. And it's just, what, what, well, the one thing I will say, Kane, we said, listen, we'll see what the Biden administration does, right? And we said, let's see what happens the next time there's a dead black person in the streets. Since the administration has started, thankfully, we have not had to have that conversation. But boy, oh boy, have we come close. So, Let's start from the top. Um, last year, Rochester, New York, Daniel Prude, the name may or may not ring a bell. He was sat in the snow naked after having a mental health crisis with a quote-unquote spit hood on his face where he summarily died later. These pigs, it was just released, were not indicted by the grand jury. Surprise, Kane? Uh, nope. Not even a little bit. <laughs> I am laughing because it, it is it is business as usual. It is business as usual. Now, see, the purpose of this, of the things we're going to talk about is for the you just should have complied crowd, for the it's all in your head crowd, the it's the media, it's the media making these things up or trying to light on it crowd. We're going to talk about a couple of those. Okay, so that's the first one. The pigs who murdered Daniel Prude will face no charges. None, not a one. The grand jury decided not to indict. Politics as usual. Um, as I mentioned, we're here and I'm here in Texas. I've mentioned a few times on this show that I have been pulled over, if you will, for jogging. We are a year from Ahmaud Arbery's death. Now that wasn't police, that was just racist white folk in Georgia. 
but he was out for a jog. It was hunted down like a damn dog and murdered. And these folk were walking around like shit was sweet for months until finally they were brought to, well, they were arrested. We'll see if they're going to be brought to justice. I personally think they will. But why is this important? Why is this important besides the obvious? Well, Texas's big freeze um, saw a young man who was 18 years old walking home as he always does after his late shift at Walmart in Plano, Texas, where I am very familiar. And because someone called the cops and said they saw a black man stumbling in the street, the pigs rolled up on him. Um, he's just walking home. Now, is it cold as hell? Absolutely. Does he have one just a t-shirt, no jacket? Yes. Is that completely odd given Texas hasn't seen these kind of record low temperatures since WW2? Eh, not exactly. I don't expect a lot of Texans to have thick winter coats, and this kind of came out of nowhere. But since someone called and said they saw a black man stumbling in the street, these pigs decide to roll up on him. He is completely coherent, explains, I'm just walking home. No, I'm good. I don't need your help. Suddenly, this escalates to, well, you're walking in the street. There, there's no sidewalk to walk on. It's snow cover. And now it's, it's an investigation investigation into what exactly walking while black kind of like i was jogging while black in mckinney texas jane your, your thoughts on this one like like walking you saw the video what'd you think um business as usual um i, I think we're gonna get, have another topic about someone getting killed after jaywalking but uh I mean, what do you do? There's not really much to say. Like, what do you do? You're not supposed to walk. You had the Uber everywhere just to be safe. Like, can you not go exercise in peace? Nope. Uh, I no, guess not. not. I guess not. So I don't know what to do here. Right. Yeah. So and, and for the, well, all he had to do was comply crew. You do not have to give these pigs your information. There's no crime that's been committed. There is no fucking investigation. Take your pig ass on somewhere and find some real crime to fight. Oh, wait, you suburban pigs don't have anything, you know, much better to do. Stumbling in the street. So a black man stumbling in the street, that is cause for you to bother him. And once you had a conversation and saw that he was just fine, just walking home. Oh, okay, cool. Nope. What's so hard about that? What's, the, what's so hard about that? Because we're not doing our job. We got to do our job. We got to protect the people from stumbling black men in the middle of the street. He could cause right. action. He might the hurt threat, The threats that they are. Very threatful. I'm, I'm, I fear for my life. And like I said, I was jogging in the evening time in all white to make sure everyone could see me. Because at the time, I didn't have a reflective vest. So I'm jogging in all white. And this pig has to go down to the corner, wrap around into oncoming traffic to come back behind me and question what I'm doing. What the fuck does it look like I'm doing? I'm jogging, you dumb pig. And yes, by the way, if the term pig offends you, also stop watching. I absolutely use it with pride. I think I can speak for my other half co-host in this as well. You are pigs until further notice. 
just thought I'd mention that. Speaking of which, and th this is why this is a big deal, and you just alluded to it. So in California, <laughs> this is exactly why. This is exactly why. California gentleman was shot dead for jaywalking. And this happened, by the way, this happened a few months ago. September. Video, September, videotape was just now released. So we have a few things to unpack with this one. One, this speaks to things that we've spoken about on this show, the power of police unions. How do you get such things suppressed? Laquan McDonald in Chicago was executed by Chicago pigs. We didn't know that for a good long time, <clears throat> Rahm Emanuel. So the ability for these pigs to commit crimes against the people they're supposed to protect and serve and then have it pretty much swept under the rug for God knows how long is problematic in and of itself. Now, the videotape shows that these pigs actually sat there and one contemplated, not even contemplated, mentioned everything's under control. It's a control situation. But the one pig, you know, Mr. G.I. Joe here, watch, I bet you Jay walks, I bet you Jay walks. What is the threat for jaywalking? What, 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 is, what is the threat here? There's nothing suspicious. You jaywalked. In California, where this occurred, this is literally a $250 fine at most. By the way, legally, if you flee jaywalking, it is illegal for pigs to use deadly force because it's, you know, jaywalking. But the situation escalates. And then you also see this, this, this white power thing because, you know, like you said, what I got to stop for? Because I told you to. You ain't my dad. This is jaywalk. What are you talking about? And, and this is what scares me because honestly, if put in the same situation, my reaction probably would have been identical or worse. And that's the scary part. Kane, when you saw this, what did you think? It's wild. Like I said, like you alluded to, it's a $250 fine. If someone flees, you can't use deadly force. It's against the law, but they didn't care. And let's be serious. Just about everybody jaywalks. They rarely ever enforce that. So the fact that they really try to enforce that should just tell you something that they was that one of the cops will was looking for something, was looking to start something. While the other cops like you know, it's, it's chill. The other cop did say that until they got meet up with the person and they were both on some bullshit. So, and like like the man said in the video, was like, "What are you stopping me for? What are you touching me for? Like, yeah, this, if it's jaywalking, what you need to touch me for? What you need to Don't stop touch me? me? Don't touch me." So I would have had the same reaction too, like jaywalking. Man, man, give me my fine, like keep walking. Then fuck, fuck you, fuck you talking to. Don't touch me either. But and then of course the obvious thing that happened, the uh, the the thing that they always say, he got my gun. He's grabbing my gun. He's going for my gun. And then after that, two seconds later, pop pow, pow, two shots dead. So it's like. <laughs> we can't do nothing in this country. We're in this God, we can't walk. We can't jog. I'm getting tired of this shit. This is why you can't even stay in your own house. You might get shot there too. So I was like, what can we do? Can I do anything in peace? Apparently not. I guess not. But 
Um, yeah, I don't. And it's just like I, well, I read the headline because you. I'm going to cut you off real quick, but I'm just why. And the messed up part is I don't know if you heard about it before I showed you, but how did I just hear about this today and this happened in September? That's another thing that's killing me. So what else have y'all been doing since September or whatever that we don't know about that we might find out till maybe a month or two later or five months later? Like, what? Well, all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's just mind-blowing to me. No, you're absolutely right. And it's like, you, when you know, I hadn't heard about this until you sent it to me. And this is what's scary. I read the headline first. And I was about to hit you up like, is this a joke? Like, I, you, this is a joke, right? You can't tell me a black man lost their life. An unarmed black man lost their life fucking jaywalking. This is what it's come to, right? But then just, just look at the cycle. Because again, for all the people out there watching that are going to come with their bullshit about, well, you should have just, no, 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 look at the cycle. Pretty much these pigs get to kill with impunity. So you murdered Daniel Prude and no charges. Um, hell, the only thing I can think of was Amber Geiger, who got a sentence of 10 years and got hugged by the fucking judge and family. Because you, you murdered Botham Jean in his house because you thought someone was in your house. <laughs> because they killed Breonna Taylor, no charges. So, so look at the cycle. You do what you want and then you walk. Would it be wrong, right? to start thinking, you know what? Let's retaliate. Because the, the idea is, remember, we talked about this on the show. The idea is you take video footage, you take camera footage, and this is your evidence, right? This is the evidence that shows these pigs were doing something wrong. And it's getting to the point where it doesn't matter. But as I said, we watched Eric Garner get choked out in front of us. He said, I can't breathe. God knows how many times, no charges. So you cannot count on the quote-unquote justice system for any justice. Where, where, where does that leave you? Oh, comply compl for what? Comply for what? Exactly. If I comply, I still might die. Nah, I don't mean to rhyme that, that rhyme, but yeah. That's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not funny, but yeah. Uh, and, it's, and it's like, you know, you move forward a little bit, Video just surfaced of this big ass white pig, pretty much with a 13 year old boy, 13 year old black kid in a chokehold. One, all right, uh, the one thing that pissed me off, besides that, of course, but the one thing that really pissed me off, I'm tired, I'm glad someone recorded it, but if that was my son, I'm not recording shit. He's getting stomped out on site. Like it's it's a couple of y'all sitting there just oh no what are you doing you're in the no nah, it's not getting to that point. You, you put my son in a, or cousin or whoever my brother whatever in a chokehold right in front of me I'm gonna put you in a chokehold, stomp you out or something like dog like I'm tired of us being idle and just recording. I'm, I'm we should always have a designated recorder, but if something's going on we feel like somebody's life is in danger we're supposed to help them. Fuck, fuck if it's the law or not. Like, yo, we got to protect ourselves. 
I mean, that's, that's the thing that pisses me off. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're absolutely right. And that's the thing. We've said this before as well. I hate we have to keep coming back to it. Look, the bottom line, black people, poor people, but black people in particular, because, you know, our history of law enforcement, until we are ready to die for one another, this will keep happening. These pigs will keep thinking they can come into our neighborhoods and do shit to our people. And we stand there and record. Because again, like I just mentioned, we believe the recording will save us. The recording will bring us justice. It has. And this pig will be brought to justice because we got it on tape, the evil foul shit you're doing. Fuck that. It, do it doesn't, though. It they doesn't. don't get brought to justice. It doesn't. And, and the other loophole that I found out about, if you get kicked off one force, you can get hired by another. Another loophole that needs to be closed. So you can get kicked off uh, Baltimore City PD for, you know, brutality, so on and so forth. It's okay. Baltimore County PD will welcome you with open arms. And, and, and this is also a point. I want to be as fair as I possibly can because I do understand white police brutality on Black people sells. It is not completely off-key to say, well, it's the media, it's the media hyping this up, hyping this up. You very well have a point. Thing is, though, the vast majority of the police force nationally is white and male. That's, That's one thing. But the thing is this. I want to be fair. Anybody watching, anybody listening, if you have video or what have you of black police kicking the shit out of white people... I want to see that too, because I'm going to let you in a little secret. While the vast majority of the things that make media are white police on black people, I firmly believe the pigs in general are the problem. No, 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 not just white pigs. I don't feel any better if I'm pulled over and a pig is black. Let me help you on that. Black police showing out for the white cat. <laughs> Ice Cube told us how long ago. <laughs> she, uh, that was actually rent. I told us how long ago but it's like the pigs themselves are the problem because if tomorrow somehow everything flipped and the police force was 83% black and male or 83% you know black and female I'm not gonna feel any better not gonna feel any safer either that's what I'm saying like it's not just white cops on black people. The demographics, the numbers say by default it's kind of gonna be, but that's not all. When I say I can't stand pigs, it's all of them. Men, women, white, black, like I don't care. Cause once you put on that gun and that fucking badge, you are no longer a human to me. You're a walking target, just like you see me, okay? Key difference is I'm not gonna bother you I will screw face you to death. I will look look very, very menacingly at your fucking cruiser. Probably shouldn't, but I, you know that's just that's just the absolute anger and rage in me when I see you. I hate your very existence. It is never lost in me. You are literally descendants of slave catchers. You have actually not lost that in your DNA. Nope. The vast majority of you. So no, I'm not a I'm not a law enforcement apologizer. I don't care if your family is a generation of pigs. I don't care if your husband or wife is a pig. 
I don't worry if they come home safe because the person I co-host this podcast with, I worry about him coming home safe. It's just like you said. I wish some pig would have you on the ground in a chokehold. You're getting stomped. You're getting a brick to the head. You're getting whatever hard object I can find. And by all means, I mean to do all possible harm. The same way you mean to do me or my son harm. And my people, right? Right. And again, if this is too extreme for you, I understand. But I'm tired of being docile. I'm tired of sitting here waiting for justice. That never comes. <laughs> it, it never comes. And it's like, can I think we talked about it. Aren't you tired of having this conversation? Yeah, I am. But like I told you, we, it's, it's going to keep happening until, like you said, when we both preach on the show, until we're willing to die for each other. Because like I said, if I'm getting choked out in the public and you're not there and it's just a whole bunch of random brothers and sisters watching and recording, I don't feel safe. I don't feel like they're going to got my back outside just recording. I don't, if I'm in a choke, I don't think they're just going to be like, no, let them go. Let them, nah, help me. Right. I'm striving for my life. Help me. That's I want to get to that point where we start, like you said, dying for each other and helping each other no matter what. Protect our own, man. Protect our own. That's what right. the Panthers said. That's what Malcolm said. That's what we used to do. We don't do that anymore. But Everything is quick and record. And recording is cool because that's evidence. But just doing that by itself and not protecting your, your fellow man, your fellow sister, your brother, sister, whatever, that's more important. Right. But, but this is where the other factors come into play. And this is where the weight of the entire system starts to fall on. In all honesty, I understand what we're saying is a very hard thing to swallow. I understand the notion of assaulting a pig is like, whoa, hold on. Because what comes into play with that is now you have assaulting an officer. Now you're talking about jail. Now you're talking about getting a bail that most of us in the Black community may or may not be able to pay. It's people from my time working in Baltimore City's court systems. It's people sitting in jail right now because they can't pay a $500 bail. Now you're worried about losing your job and all of those things that weigh on you. So I get it. It's not, I understand the magnitude of what I'm asking, but I'm also saying, well, look at what's happening because we don't. We sit and watch our brothers and sisters get assaulted, get choked out. We sat and watched George Floyd get executed slowly for nine minutes because of the fe inherent fear that goes along with striking against these pigs. So I get it's a tall order. It's a tall order, but if, if we all band together, if it's a mob-like mentality, uh, what's the word, Dang. <laughs> Mob mentality. Mob mentality, there we go. If, if it's a mob mentality, you gonna arrest all of us? Fine. Like, it's, it's all about protecting our own, man. Like, for right. real, like, it should, it should never it be. should be second nature. That shouldn't, it shouldn't like I, I die for my people. I am the people. I am a revolutionary. Like, let's go out like that. If it's a group of people, they can't do nothing to you. They're gonna call for backup. Cool. Is yours well, by the you? time by the time they get to you? <laughs> if it's two of y'all and 20 of us, 
what you gonna do? Nothing. Exactly. You're gonna back up, call for backup, and everything will be and then by that time everybody will be gone. <laughs> so nah, like I get what you're saying, because that's true. That 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 wouldn't run in the back of your mind, like well, I just assault the officer. Oh, but at the same time, they're assaulting us. When not does just that get punished? Not just assaulting, killing, murdering, cold blood. Every form, every possible form, choking, shooting, whatever, tasing, whatever. For no for jaywalking. So not nah, like even the playing field. That's what I'm. It's called spade to spade. Fair is fair. You saw me. I saw you right back. Dog. I'm. If anything, that's self defense. Well, no one uses that term against police because they're the police. Even though they're the aggressor, they're the the agitator. They're the one assaulting me almost trying to kill me but if i defend myself that's resisting arrest insulting an officer who the fuck is an officer i don't care if you're a fucking officer you're still a human being at the end of the day right and this and this is where another we're going to touch another point that pisses people off this is where cap comes in this is where cap colin kaepernick former quarterback of the 49ers blackballed uh by the nfl so middle fingers to the nfl um this is where Cap's Know Your Rights camp comes into play because the vast majority of us don't know what is in and out of a pig's scope. We don't know that, look, I don't have to talk to you if there's no crime committed. I don't have to give you ID. No, you can't search my person. No, you can't search my car. A lot of these pigs count on you not knowing the law to get you caught up. To get you like, you know, because I see, again, my time spent working in the Baltimore City court system. I had to read, <clears throat> whenever someone was arrested, I had to read the statement of charges. The statement of charges is a pig's account of what happened, right? And I've seen so many times defendants, defendants said, eh, I ain't got no normal officer, you can search me. Said no one ever. <laughs> said no one ever. Like, stop, stop. And this is the shit that's allowed to stand in court. Now, again, I'm sure some people did, not knowing you don't have to. That's an illegal, until you consent, that's an illegal search. Man, no, you can't go in my trunk. Right. Mm-hmm. No, you can't go in my trunk. No, you can't go in my glove compartment. Go ahead, get the dogs, whatever, whatever. But we're not going to do an illegal search. Don't touch me. That's the thing that bothered me about that jaywalking case in Cali. Is is this it, this inferred authority? And maybe it's me. Maybe yeah, I'm too yeah. wrapped up in a racial aspect of it all. But I'm just like I can hear this overseer saying "boy" at the end of every sentence, because I said so. Boy, you should sit down, boy. Like it's just it's just it may as well have been the same thing. This pig literally sat and waited for this brother to jaywalk of all things just to go fuck with him. His fellow pig told him it's under control. Ain't, ain't no basically, don't fuck with him. And what he say? Nah, don't be that way. Basically, you know. So now you got a dead black man unarmed for jaywalking. And again, anybody listening, anybody still here that's pissed off what we saying? My challenge stands. I want video evidence. Please send us the video of black pigs showing out on white folk. I want to see that too. 
Because best believe it's it's all fair here. Y'all pigs to me. Y'all pigs to Kane. I will definitely dig in that ass if you are a black pig harassing people as well. Even more so because you should know better. But you know that that big blue wall. <laughs> that big blue wall. Um, speaking of pigs, um, a new investigation has been opened into the death of one Malik El Shabazz, Malcolm X. There has been new evidence that shows the NYPD worked in concert with the FBI to have Malcolm assassinated. Um, now I was under the now again. I wasn't aware of that little piece, but it doesn't surprise me. I think we all, we talked about Who Killed Malcolm X, the very thorough documentary that was on Netflix a while ago. If you haven't watched it, by all means, I recommend go watching it. And it was, it, I pretty much accepted what was presented that it might've been some brothers out of the Jersey mosque that got Malcolm off. Because he, you know, Malcolm left the NOI and he pretty much pissed off a lot of folk in NOI and NOI was quite powerful, still is. And it's like, okay, this brother got to go. I didn't, it didn't occur to me that they might've been working in concert with the pigs, with the FBI, but it also doesn't surprise me. Your thoughts, sir? Yeah, it surprised me. I'm, I already kind of figured, I already kind of knew this because I heard about this a long time ago. Somebody told me this. So I was like, I'm not... When the FBI finally came out with it, or the FBI agent finally wrote a letter to uh, his family or whatever, I kind of I already figured, because this is not the first time I heard of it, so I'm not surprised. It's sad, but, I mean, it's the FBI and uh, our government. You, you know how they feel about Black people and Black messiahs and all that, because he was one of them. <laughs> we don't get into that if we have time, but, yeah. Not surprised, just sad. It's, it's sad. I mean, it, it, it is sad, and it's just, it goes back to, so as you touched on, we might as well dive into it. Uh, the movie Judas and the Black Messiah just came out not too long ago. Um, great, great film. It talks about the life of Chairman Fred Hampton, uh, Chicago, Illinois chapter of uh, the Black Panthers, and Great casting job. I definitely want to give a special shout out to Dominique Fishburne. That sister did an awesome job. She was in Project Power. She was in this. I really want to see more of her. I think she's got a bright, bright future. Um, she's a great follow on IG. You know, she's a great follow on IG. Also, I follow her IG page and she's really about the art and everything else. So special shout out to Dominique Fishburne. Keith Stanfield, Daniel Kluwer, great jobs as well. Um, so I'll talk about the movie first. The movie overall, just from an entertainment standpoint, from a movie standpoint, uh, great movie. I think Shaki King, the uh, writer and director, I believe, did a great job. Um, the only issue I have, the beauty and the tragedy of the casting. Uh, that, the one thing, Daniel did a great job as Chairman Fred. The only problem I had with Daniel as Chairman Fred is he looks a lot older than Chairman Fred did. Little thing, Chairman Fred was assassinated by these pigs when he was 21. Daniel looks a lot older than 21. He did a great job of capturing the nuance and the passion of Fred Hampton. The passion of Fred, that, that came across. I don't know about you, if I was going to smack a pig. <laughs> I felt like a straight-up revolutionary 
watching the movie. So Daniel did a great job to me of capturing the passion of Chairman Fred. Lakeith Stanfield did a great job of uh, being Bill O'Neill. And um, ironically, he does look a lot like Bill O'Neill when they show this. So great job there. And he said he had to actually get therapy after after this rap. He had to get therapy just to dive in that role. And he had to get therapy after it. I totally understand why. <laughs> I totally understand why. So as a movie, to me, it was a good movie, bordering on great. Um, when we're talking about biopics, when we're talking about things like that. I found X to be more powerful. It, it was more, it was a little more powerful. And, you know, like when, when Denzel slash Malcolm got assassinated, like my heart stopped. Like, and you knew it was coming. And that, I think that's the beauty of being a great director. We knew the, the ending. We knew the ending. We knew it was going to happen to Malcolm. But even with knowing that ending, when it was, when we saw it, it, it just ripped your heart out. And, and the same thing with Judas and the Black Messiah, when Chairman Fred was assassinated, it, it did hit me as hard as when I saw Malcolm die. But, you know, that's just from a movie standpoint or down the other piece momentarily. That's just a movie standpoint. What do you think? Oh, by the way, I gave it four scoops out of five. I gave it four and a half. Um, like I said, but um, it was a good movie. Uh, it, I, it was surprising that I, I didn't know Fred was 21 years old when he was 60. I, I just learned that from the movie towards the end, which is crazy. And uh, he definitely got his passion. The acting job was A1. Acting job was a one. I think the direct. I I think the direction. Uh, the director did a good job too. Um, but yeah, I can't help but think because since we talking about pigs now, my favorite part of the movie. Really, <laughs> really, you gonna do that? Since we already probably gonna get banned anyway, and I probably got a lot of haters now. You said my favorite part of the movie was when the brother was in the near the trailer park or whatever, and he was gonna shoot out against the cops. And he got one cop, shot him his leg, whatever, and then walked up to him, the cop begging for his life, please, no, and pow. Oh, I like, ooh, boy. Yeah, that was, that was, that was brutal. That was brutal. If you go go out going like that, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not condoning it, but yeah. It's, it's <clears throat> and therein lies the problem. Um, the violence begats violence. And I think it was Malcolm that said, we'll be nonviolent with the people who are nonviolent with us. Exactly. You got and right it's to like, yourself. and it's like, I can't, I can't you know, while that was, no. yeah. But it's, and it's like, and even in that moment, that's the part I struggle with. Even as I sit here and say, we need to declare war against these pigs. That was a tough thing to watch because, and that's the other thing I believe that we as black people in this country struggle with no one it will be so much better if no one has to die right but it will be so much better if no one had to die but for whatever reason imagine host of reasons you pigs keep killing us you pigs keep fucking with us and then we do the right thing and right. videotape and you know we do the right thing and videotape and complain and take it to the courts and there's no justice there either yeah, peaceful protests, all that. But it seemed like shit didn't get done until we started burning shit, which we shouldn't have to do. We shouldn't have to threaten. We shouldn't have to shoot you, shoot you back. We shouldn't have to do an eye for an eye. Exactly. But eventually, but 
it's to the point now you just keep punching me in my mouth and I'm just taking it and smiling and saying, I forgive you. And it's, and it's like, this is why we say defund police. The situation in California is why we want to defund police because you had nothing better to do than put a brother over, stop a brother from jaywalking. You, you, you had nothing better to do than investigate a brother stumbling in a snowstorm, literally going home. Th- this is why, because you fuckers have nothing to do. You don't need all this money. By the way, Lori Lightfoot in Chicago, who got six, who spent 60% of the money that was designated. I'm, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent. There were quite a few dollars, a few million dollars sent, and I forgot the exact amount. I apologize. I didn't know we we're going to go here, but 60% of the COVID money sent to the city of Chicago, Mayor Lightfoot gave to Chicago PD. Why is that? This is COVID money. What the fuck do the pigs have to do with COVID? And you keep keep pouring in this bloated ass budget for what? Now, see, I know those folk out there thinking, well, look at the war zone Chicago is. Well, y'all been had police and it's still a quote unquote war zone. So clearly this shit ain't working. Clearly it's not working. But there's there's a way to solve that issue. But you know why I get to that because then we start talking about class and this show, we only talk about race. (laughs) <laughs> but um yeah man it's it's just ah, it's problematic and, and like i said it shouldn't come down to an eye for an eye just leave mm-hmm. us the fuck just leave us alone right if you really just protected and served because i'm like they in orange county right like i go back to that i'm gonna keep hammering this point home the brother that got pulled over and well hold on hold on one second hold on Hold on. I think this piece is important as this pulls back up because I want to be able to make sure we mention his name. But I'm thinking to myself, it had to be something else going on. It had to be a robbery, a, a, a breaking and entering, a car. It had to be something else going on besides jaywalking that day. This is, and, and again, if. <clears throat> Even if you don't agree with us, if you want to wipe everything we're saying clean, right? Let's put it in terms certain people understand. Your hard-earned taxpayer dollars, because you pay these pig salaries, your hard-earned taxpayer dollars are going for police to harass people for jaywalking. That's not making your streets safer. That's not making things any better. Jaywalking is what your tax dollars are going for. Money well spent. I feel great. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, like, seriously. So if you don't want to agree with the racial aspect of it, cool. Don't. It's there. But okay. Let's just say you don't want to agree with it. Fine. Your tax dollars are going for police to harass people for jaywalking. I don't know. Going for a job. If, 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 if I lived in, in a certain neighborhood... Or if I came across a certain amount of crime in my immediate vicinity, I'd be a little salty that the cops got time. The cops have time to harass people for jaywalking. You're not getting drug dealers off the street. His brother had a backpack and just walking around his business. He didn't have a gun. Wasn't like he was a mule. Didn't like ain't like he had a couple of keys of coke in his bag. Nope. Jaywalking. This is what your tax dollars are paying for. So if you don't understand why we say defund the police, 
I hope you have a clear understanding now. Because, you know, this is what, this is best protecting and serving money can buy. So to go back to um, Judas and the Black Messiah as a movie, it was great. Now, when we start talking about this, not from an entertainment perspective, but from a larger perspective, um, hey, for all of those who complain about, you know, Black History Month, well, let's make it White History Month. Well, in this chapter of White History, we can talk about fucking J. Edgar Hoover and the immense hard-on he had for every Black organization. We can talk about the FBI, you know, automatically linking every Black organization to communism and, and the absolute fear of the rise of a Black Messiah. That's why King had to go. That's why Malcolm had to go. That's why Bobby, why Bobby and Huey had to go. And that's why Fred had to go. How, how either scared or punk are you that you are so obsessed and concerned with this 20, 19, 20-year-old brother in Chicago? Yeah. Um, this, this is... This is crazy. This is crazy. And then in the movie, and they say, it's like, yeah, they're the same as the KKK. They're a terrorist group, air organization, savages, all that. I really do. Right, like, right. You see you see how they tried to link that together? See how they link that together? It's, it's the same thing. Oh, yeah. And of course, the dude, the rat, I don't even want to call him by his name, the rat, such a coward, dog. Because at the end of the movie, the actual interview came out. And the day after the interview actually came out, he killed himself. So I can only imagine the guilt that this man was carrying for his whole life. And I'm glad mm -hmm. that he was. And I'm kind of glad he killed himself because you're a coward. You're, you're the worst of the worst, dog. You betrayed not, not only your own people, you betrayed somebody, your brother, your, your brother. You infiltrated him. He treated you like a brother. This is how you repay him? Right. And All that's... I don't, and I, it goes back to, and I don't know if we had this conversation there or not, because I know sometimes, like I said, the downside sometimes of this show being an extension of our conversations in real life, I don't know what we discussed on air or off air, but it goes back to that conversation we had, does the perfect revolutionary even exist anymore? Because it's like, as long as you have people that can be bought, that can be leveraged, because the rat wasn't bought. I mean, he wasn't bought, he was leveraged. He was facing, which is interesting though, you were facing six and a half years. It was five years for a person an officer, 18 months for the car theft. So you basically got a man killed for six and a half years. I see why you killed yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I see why you killed yourself. Because you got yourself, you got you, you had six and a half years. And I'm not saying that's no easy thing to do. I'm just saying at some point, did it occur to you say, you know what? I'm out. Give me the time. Nope. Self-preservation yeah. is a human trait, boy. It's a mean thing. So, I mean, like you said, as long as people can be bought and everyone has a price, which most people do. Even even those that say, oh, I, don't, I don't have a price. Sure, sure you do. If you're looking at jail time, oh, you probably start talking. You'd be the next six nine. Oh, if, uh, yeah, 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 nah. 
knows people can be bought. This is a problem. The most yeah. dangerous man in the world are the people who can't be bought or reasoned with. And that's what basically Fred and all of them was. And all the people that the revolutionaries were. People who were willing to die for their people and their cause and couldn't be swayed away from it, no matter what you say or do. That's true power. I mean, bro, the thing that, and that's the, like I said, the beauty of Daniel's performance is also the thing, <clears throat> as an actor, he was a perfect cast, but visually, he probably should have shaved or something because he doesn't look, he doesn't give me the impression <clears throat> of a 20-year-old man. And that's the thing about Fred Hampton. But he didn't. In real life, he didn't. I, he, hearing him talking, all the things that he organized and did, what an 18, 19-year-old kid is doing that? And that's the thing I was going to say, like, listen, at 19 years old, 20 years old, you were alive for me. I was thinking about how to be a dad. I was not even in the sphere, in the mind frame of a revolutionary ready to take on the weight of the U.S. government and die for my people. Like, at 19? At 19? What? I mean... Think about the average 19-year-old brother right now. That ain't Fred Hampton. <laughs> that, that ain't that is, is trap music and TikTok and bullshit in a lot of ways. We don't we 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 don't raise revolutionaries anymore. Not to that not to that degree. Not on that level. No, we don't like then and that's what just makes it all the more remarkable to understand. Like, I don't that's the other thing about the movie that I think kind of misses until you see the end of it or unless you already know the story, this man is doing all of this at 19 years old. The U.S. government sought to have him snuffed out and he was snuffed out at 20 years old. You are barely alive. Like I think about where my life was at 20 and it's nothing like Fred Hampton's. And I'm like, the U.S. government saw to just, just because I don't know if that was, you know, poetic license or creative license or what have you but when hoover was explaining like no nah, we can't send him back to jail he got to go yeah that was a problem you know he said you know jail made malcolm you know what it did jail made Mart what it did we can't send him back to jail and he was right he was absolutely right because had fred went to jail did him five years imagine what would happen when he came home but then that was the other thing about how Fred became super dangerous and stopped being just about black people. He yeah. wanted to do the Rainbow Coalition and start uniting everybody. I was just about to say that because that's that's where he really he really effed up. <laughs> like, oh, you, you got to go for real now. You got the poor white folks, the poor Hispanics, you got the poor black, all be like, bro, we all part of the struggle. We all poor. So we band together, we can face this. And now, nah, once you start messing with that, like class, you know how U.S. government feel about class and rich people feel about class. They're cool with it when it comes to race and stuff because that keeps you distracted. But right. when you start bringing people with, of different uh, ethnicities for about for class, oh, nah, yeah, that's, you got to go. Oh, you got to go. Yeah, you got to go. You got to go. Because now you're about to put the covers back. Now you're about to put the covers back on a lot of shit. Nah, we can't. Yeah, that. We can't. We can't have a 99% all united against the 1%. No, no. 
you know, as as my Congress Bay AOC says, tax the rich, but as others say, eat the rich. And I'm I'm with that completely. I'm with that completely. I don't celebrate because oh, there's another black billionaire. Awesome. That means you learn how to play the white capitalistic game just as well as everyone else. And I'm like, wow, that should be cause for celebration for me personally. Like, like we've made socialism a dirty word in this country. And, and you saw it now. Oh, these socialist programs. So again, running joke, if, if capitalism is so good, then why does it need socialism to bail it out every time it fails? Mm. These, 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 uh, these checks, right? These, this, is a, this is a form of socialism. But we needed it to get the economy going. And if you're one of those hardcore, stupid-ass capitalists, well, it shouldn't be handouts. You're an idiot. Because you literally can't have government telling you to sit in your house for months on end, closing businesses, but, oh, pay your bills. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. I said capitalism, people are so convinced, and they put into your mind that there always has to be poor, someone always has to lose. When real reality, we have enough resources and fake money. Yeah, I said fake money, a number on a computer to go around for everybody. So like I said, this this pandemic should tell you how we Ooh. got the socialism, that paycheck, that came out of thin air. Remember, the US government is in billions and trillion dollars of debt. Where is this money coming from? It's not coming from us because we're not really making much money because a lot of us are still unemployed. So where is it coming from? It's magic. <laughs> I mean, but it's, but it's spot on, though. And it's like, on its face, in all fairness, on its face, capitalism, ideally, on its face, is a great system. Look, you work hard, and you get rewarded for your hard work. You invent something. You, you fill a need. You fill a void. You get rewarded for that. The problem with capitalism is that it doesn't account for the other isms. It doesn't account for the favoritism, the sexism, the racism that goes into it. So naturally, if I start a business and this is human nature, I'm probably gonna, especially with being, being black in this country, first thing I'm gonna do, and, and of course, nepotism. In fact, Donald Trump's entire life is an example of nepotism. First person I'm gonna hire is you. That's nepotism. The next thing I'm going to do is hire my peeps. That's favoritism. I may or may not want to have women in certain positions. That's sexism. I may or may not want to hire white people. That's racism. So this is where capitalism starts to fall apart. When you factor in all the other isms, and some of which are just a byproduct of being human and being in this country. But on its face, on the table, capitalism, work hard, get rewarded for your hard work. And if you're lazy, you don't get rewarded. Simple as that. It's just, it's not that simple. It's never that simple. And, and it's pretty much been leveraged to where white men sit at the top of everything. So, yeah, as far as capitalism being a great thing, and because, again, Socialism isn't made out to be a dirty word here, but capitalism ain't so great either. And, um, but paraphrasing something I heard from Marx, I get it, folks are gonna have issues with Marx, but still, 
as long as the poor dream the dreams of the rich, nothing will really ever truly change. And that's the Exactly. And it's like, as long as you keep doing everything you can to be rich and not be equal, nothing really changes. Because the ultimate flex, the ultimate move, right? And I got to quote Jay-Z on this one. And I can't help the poorer from one of them, so I got rich and gave back. To me, that's the win-win. Maybe. In a capitalistic mindset, that might be the win-win. What if you tore the system down, though? Hmm? You know, well, Morpheus' voice. What if I told you you could tear the system down? <laughs> mm. I mean, it's just, you know, capitalism is not this great thing. But, you know, going back, looping it back to where we started, yeah, with this socialism thing is made evil. And you heard Hoover in the movie um, reference that communism and it, like communism was such a, a, a threat to the American way of life. huh? And it's like first and then it was communism. Today, it's terrorism. If you got called the commie back then, everybody hated you. You get called a terrorist now, everybody hates you, except when you're white and male, because you're never actually called a terrorist. No, you're not. <laughs> Even if you, even if you rush the capital and kill people, you're still not a terrorist. You're a patriot. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. Oh, and as I promised, um, I did not want to not mention his brother's name, uh, Kurt Reinhold, forty-two year old. He died September twenty-third at the hands of the pigs in Orange County. But Kurt Reinhold, by all means, look it up. Again, if you can watch that video and don't have a problem with it, I'll probably have a problem with you. We should probably never meet. Just saying. Just, just saying. If you, if, you, if, you, if you watch that and the whole thing is, well, he should have just complied. Middle fingers to you. But pride. Middle fingers to you. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's that. But, um... It was just, you know, going back to the movie itself and then the implications in real life. Like, Fred was amazing. And it's like, it's like Derrick Rose. And I don't want to trivialize, but when you look at how amazing Derrick Rose, ball player, was in Memphis, in high school even, early years with the Bulls, and then have his career cut short from injury. It's, it's ironically in Chicago. Um you gotta wonder what happens if Fred lives, man. Like that, that's the that's the tragic part. Like, if Fred lives, what happens then? And uh, and still have the Panthers party. Uh, what else they need to bring back? I've been a strong advocate. I've been saying this on the show. Bring the Panthers back. They do have the new Black Panthers, they just don't, they don't have the it's presence. Not the same. It's not the same. I mean, no disrespect to them because they're probably doing some good work. But it's just the leaders that we had back then, like I said, they're not the average 20, 19, 18-year-old. These are not average people. These are people who, like I said, can't be bought, can't be uh, persuaded, was willing to die for their people and their cause. And we don't have a lot of that now, which is sad, but it's true. I think um, there's two. I think honestly, though, and being completely honest, this is just my opinion. That's a double-edged sword. 
at the time, you know, back before 65, when there was segregation, before the Civil Rights Act, so on and so forth, there was a clear-cut enemy. There was segregation. There, there was a clear-cut enemy. We don't have a clear-cut enemy today. We do. And it's class. You're right. But we have... And, this, and at some point, we're going to do a show about this, but who knew freedom was going to be the greatest instrument of slavery? And what I mean by that is the second brothers got free, the second brothers got the promise of making as much money as white people, of being billionaires. That's what the concern became. Not the everyday, day-to-day brothers getting their ass whooped by pigs and this and that. It was, how do I get rich? And if this thing, if this, this thing doesn't make me get closer to being rich, not that important and you fast forward to today like i said what is today's average average 19 year old black male doing trying to get girls to give money i mean that's what it's about you know and and it's like and again this is not stroking with a broad brush that's why i said average there are absolutely revolutionaries. There are absolutely people that's about that life. That's about Black people. That's about the unity between Black men and women, so on and so forth. Easily. Because you don't hear about it. Right. It's it's all about, like you said, it's all about getting money. It's all about getting money. So it's like, there are groups out there. The new Black Panther Party does exist, but I don't think they get the push or the membership because, ah, that's that old stuff. Ah, that's from back then. When the truth of the matter is, the same things the Five Panthers are fighting against and fighting for are still very present today. Yeah, like I said, that's the thing with all these types of movies that we watch or bi- bi- biographies and stuff. Stuff that they were saying back then still applies today, which is sad. It's 2020. You would think it would be in a much lighter place. It'd be a better place, but it's not. It's the same BS that we've been facing for decades. So, well, it's like it's like it's like like I said, you and you had a point because I admonished you a while back when you said nothing changed. I'm like, that's not true. Everything a lot's changed. But then I have to think about it. You have a point. The only thing that's changed for the most part are the laws, but changing laws does not change mentalities. And that's what has to change. You, you, you can change laws all day. You can make a law saying, we're going to integrate the schools, no more segregated schools. I'm still going to get spit on and called nigger, though. So you change the law, but you can't change their mentality. And that's, and that's I don't know if I said this to you personally or my own thoughts or if I said it on the show, that's, that's the thing that's killing me. It's like, how do you kill a mentality? How you can't. That comes with within the person, but how do you persuade them to do it? If they're stuck in their ways and this is what they believe in, oh, I hate you, I hate this, I hate gays, I hate Jews, I hate blah, blah, blah. I mean, how do you how do you kill it? I don't know how you kill them mentality. You can say well, kill them with kindness, but that don't work. No, 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 you don't. I don't know. And this is why I am proud of your generation. As much as your generation takes a lot of shit, the truth of the matter is, that's how you kill it because these old heads and their old ass way of thinking eventually die off and their kids and their grandkids are in a whole new world where black and white is cool or being trans is cool or being homosexual is cool. And and 
no one gives a shit. It's all about the love. And I know that's kind of kumbaya-ish and John Lennon imagine-ish. I get it. But that's how the mentality dies. Because it's the kids not, and the grandkids and so forth it is, think right. differently. But it's not, though, because we still fighting for this the stuff that you just said. Our people are still complaining and fighting for it. Because it's getting past, like I said, the, the old people will die out. But th- how do you think races were born? They pass it down. So it's, it's become it's slowly becoming maybe I'm and maybe I'm a little naive, but I think it's becoming a recessive gene because think about what happened since you've been alive. Same-sex marriage is legal almost everywhere. Um respect for trans people is is slowly turning a corner, it's taking some time, but there's that. Um interracial marriages are up. Um, black women are pretty much at the vanguard of determining pop culture and what's cool. Dark-skinned black women, Lapita Nwango, so on and so forth, are getting their due. So, <coughs> excuse me, it's changing. It's taking a while, but your generation is is leading that charge. Are there some ignorance in it? Of course it is, but I don't think, and I could be totally wrong, because I don't think there's a metric for this. But I don't think where we are today is the same place as where we were in the 60s. It's just, I don't think we're as far along as we thought. I think Trump proved that. We're not as far along as we thought, but it's definitely a different time. It's a different time, but it's the same stuff, man. (laughs) All right. On that note, we're going to do our running back recap and wrap this up because we could actually be talking about this for a while. Um, starting from the top, shame on you, grand jury, for not indicting the pigs who killed Daniel Prude. Shame on you. Um, plain old PD, plain old pigs, that's just being plain old pigs, ain't it? Stopping a brother for walking home, for walking home. Orange County pigs, I really hope you get your day in court. I really hope you fry because you killed a man for jaywalking. You pathetic, sorry pigs. Um, let the truth be told. If NYPD and the FBI had something to do with Brother Malcolm's assassination, let that come to light. Let the truth be told and let justice be served, whatever that may look like. Um, lastly, Judas and the Black Messiah, everybody go check that out. It's not a black movie. It's about a black man, but it's not a going to go black movie. Everyone should go see it. Make it an assignment for White History Month. Um, great casting, great acting all around. But then <clears throat> that's where appointment comes in for White History Month. Um, take a hard look at what your government was okay with. Take a real hard look at how your government was okay assassinating a black man. <clears throat> that really just wanted to be a revolutionary and bring about equality. But take a real hard look at that for your White History Month, okay? Sir, you'll wrap up. White power. Uh, yeah, Dan Proof, yeah, I'm not surprised there's no charges for it, which is sad, but what are you gonna do? Um, to all the pigs that are rashing people and all that, F you. I mean that in the best way possible. And if you feel offended, good. Because I meant it. Well, all disrespect intended. <laughs> uh, Malcolm and uh, NYPD, uh, I'm not surprised by that because I heard about that before. 
Um, I guess this just literally confirms it. So rest in peace, brother Malcolm. You always be loved, miss. And screw the, like I said, F the police and pigs. So, and uh, Judas and the Black uh, Messiah. That's a great movie. I gave four and a half scoops. Uh, great acting. Makes you feel empowered. And it also makes you feel sad and powerless. Which is something I hate feeling. But this is our reality. This is what based off true events. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Shout out to Fred Hampton. Uh, I wish I was like that when I was a teenager. I was rebellious, but I wasn't really looking out for other people and stuff. I'm willing to die for my people yet, but I am now. So I guess that means something. And I guess we are too, as a show, as a as a unit. And uh, yep. Oh yeah. And you know, drill. We don't mean no harm, but we truly mean no disrespect. <laughs> Absolutely. So on that note. Like thank you again for tuning in to Kane and Ross present the Year I Said a podcast. Same time next week. Peace. Yeah.